Well, hello, and welcome to the Insecurity Project. I'm your host, Jamin Fraser, and I am on a mission to end the unnecessary suffering caused by the fear of not being good enough. We've all got it. We've all got to work through it. But thankfully, there is a clear, intelligent, and complete solution to the insecurity problem, and that is what this project is all about. Hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey folks, another coaching session today for you to listen in on. Such a great opportunity to try on someone else's story without you even knowing that you're doing that. Uh, One of the challenges to change is internal resistance and fear. Yet when you hear someone else being willing to be vulnerable around their own stuff, you can't help but try their story on and notice the same patterns in your own life. So it's a great way of getting around resistance and finding more options that you couldn't see before. So today I've got Braden, who's been willing enough to share what's happening for him and share their coaching experience with you all. So thanks heaps for being willing, Braden. Oh, no problem at all. Uh, you and I have done lots of coaching before, so you're very familiar with framework and process, you know how it works, so let's dive straight in. Uh, what's, what's going on? What do you want to see changing at the moment? Um, one of the main things I have um, noticed at this point in my life would be finance. I've, I think I've... Um, Did you say finance? Finance, yeah. So yeah. I feel like I've done a fair bit of work around some other areas of my life, like personally and how I communicate with people and um, made progress. But one place I've noticed this year is I don't have financial security as of yet. And that's something I've found a lot of internal resistance and fear around. And in the last week or two, I've... um, found a way to address it and be okay to sit with that for a bit and work with myself to find a way. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'd love to talk about and see if I can, with your help, unravel anything else or um, see something I'm potentially missing. Check my framework, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, sounds fun, right? So tell me what you have discovered already. Tell me what you already know about this situation and uh, yeah, give me an update on where you're at with it. Okay, so to give a bit of context to the listeners, um, I work with my father and we're working together 50-50, even Stephen, and that's, as anyone could probably imagine, quite challenging working with a family member, especially your father that close. Like you've got the old dog, new dog um, working together. And also um, starting from scratch, like we have no major asset or security. We're pretty much starting from the bottom. And we've got my father's habits and what he wants and then obviously my habits and what I want and trying to work to a common goal. And um, we ha- we have an amazing father-son dynamic. Like, we're very open. We can talk to each other in ways that I don't think many family members can. Like, we can get to the bottom of any issue we have by talking it out and 
I'm very grateful for the um, the communication that he has imparted to me. Like we we really value communication, and basically, from growing up, I've heard a lot of what not to do with money, but haven't seen a solid example of what to do with money. And I've found the easiest way to avoid facing that for myself was to use blame. And I've put a lot of blame on that and for many yeah. years. And I understand that that would be the short-term easiest way to avoid facing up. But that's not enough anymore. I'm like ready to face up and take responsibility. And that's, I've put some things into action over the last two weeks and just revising things that I've heard back in our early coaching sessions that I understood for face value but perhaps wasn't ready to absorb that information on this level yet and so I've um, trying to get value out of, out of a, I've already heard and trying to I've been putting in place some well-formed outcomes or working on that so like setting clear intentions for the day and um, keeping it simple, but sticking to like three key things to do a day that links to the three key things that I want to do in the week. And I've set a three-month plan. I haven't gone beyond that just yet, but uh, it feels like real progress to get to this stage. And um, I've been trying to keep myself in a space where... I'm not judgmental if I don't achieve one of the clear intentions for the day. If anything, if I face resistance for one of those things, I use that as an opportunity to go, ah, okay, well, why am I, why am I procrastinating this one thing? And then searching from there. So for instance, just an example, um, um, we've just moved from Melbourne up to Lismore and we've got basically no work contact so I've got to manually search for work and I set myself a clear intention to call um, three business owners in the relevant field that I work in and talk to them about what we do and see if I can gain some work and I found real resistance around that step and um, I used that awareness to go okay well why am I not doing this it's pretty obvious that I'm procrastinating. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's just feedback. Okay, and then work backwards from there. Do I not feel confident in the information I have to um, approach someone with yet? Ah, that could be it. Okay, now that gives me some a clear goal to get um, my information in a, in a position where I'm confident to hand it over or to to sell the idea of me working for you kind of thing, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So there's some stuff that's working for you and some stuff you're, you're applying. So you're talking about intentions, yeah. what's what's the clear intention for this call? Like what would make this super valuable use for your time? What do you, what do you want to get out of this conversation specifically? Uh, what I'd love to find is... Um, I mentioned earlier working with Dad, and there's points where we butt heads, and I understand that you know no one's ever going to see eye to eye, but specifically 
why I'm butting heads and why we keep coming back to the same spot. So there's obviously an insecurity in myself somewhere that I can't quite measure just yet. With the, yeah. Or I haven't yeah, found cool. a way to measure just yet. And I keep coming back to a point of friction with someone. And I know that if I have a 100% choice in everything, I, I can choose how I deal with this situation and I don't believe I'm doing it currently in, um, in the best way. Like, I, I don't want to keep butting heads with him and I want to discover why. I think if I solved that, that would be a real pivoting point for um, So you don't want to butt progress heads with him. Yeah. You don't want to butt heads with him and you want to sort out why you keep, why you do. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, to uh, give you another specific... Well, well, let me, oh, just, yeah? let me just hold you on that space just to, just to really okay. drill down on how exactly I can be useful for you. So just let me... Let me get clear on that because if you if that's the stated intention for this, you don't want to butt heads with him. Why do you not want to butt heads with him? Ah, okay, yeah. If, so, if you could not butt heads with him, what, what does that give you? I want to work alongside him um, towards like a. I want to feel like he's me and him are two of the same thing. If that makes sense, work towards the same goal with each other, backing each other up. Um, be an asset to each other. I, I feel like I'm holding an insecurity somewhere that is. I'm still using blame somewhere against it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to keep going shorter yeah. and sharper. Cool. If you could work with him and be on the same page with him uh, and not use yeah. blame, you know, what does that give you? What, why do you want that? Um, that will give me more of what I want because what I want is to build a strong business and I've made a commitment to, to be with him and I do want that. I'd love to work with my father but I want to work with him harmoniously. Uh, that would give me... Um, I want to be happy at work. I want to be excited. I've, and there's so many things I'm excited about when I think of what we can achieve together but I want to work with him well. I really do. Yes. Cool. And if um, you could work with him. So so there's two outcomes. You want a strong business and you want it to be with him. So tell me why it's important that it's with him. Mm. Something we've planned in the past, I, I think, yeah, I see what you're getting at. Like, I'm wanting him. Really, it doesn't have to be with him. Well, uh, if that's an interesting distinction. That's <laughs> an interesting distinction because what we want, like it's never about the thing. So is that what the thing represents? Yeah. So the challenge around setting well-formed outcomes is to get very clear on the highest intention around an outcome. Yeah. Because when you can see what, what it's really about, it actually frees you to find options to get that. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you remain in the dark around what you really want and why you want it, then you attach yourself to vehicles and 
their challenge with being attached to a vehicle is if what if the vehicle stops working, then you get stopped. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So what is it about being in business with your dad that you find most exciting and gives you the most happiness? What What is it about that? Why do you want um, that? Yeah, that's, that is a tough question to come up with something specific and black and white just in the, right now. Because um, you don't just want business, you want business with your dad. So what, what would business with your dad give you? I think a lot of it is something that would make him proud. Maybe I'm wanting something like some sort of prove myself because I've, I've kind of noticed this in other areas too a lot of the times when I'm picking at something for instance the quality of the way he's done something or the way I wouldn't do it a lot of the times I think deep down I'm seeking him to go ah oh, you figured out a better way of doing it like kind of one-upping him almost like sure. to seeking his approval almost to be completely honest in other areas I'm just wondering if this whole thing is about that Sure. So, I mean, you know, the coaching is judgment-free space. You're welcome to be frustrated, annoyed, guarded, angry, sad, happy around this issue outside of this conversation. But it makes no sense to bring any of that judgment to this conversation now because it doesn't help you solve it. It doesn't help you get any clarity. It doesn't give me more of what I want, no. No, no it doesn't give you anything. So just uh, stepping out of your own head and looking back in, observing yourself dispassionately, just notice if you can drill down on the intention and notice the part of you that wants to be in relationship with your dad and just get clear around what for. What What is the intention of that? What's important about that? What What's really attractive about that? It's made even come off as selfish but I think maybe it's just about me like I want to because at the moment we're operating under my business name and my thing is kind of merged over and said well we can do it with you so I think maybe a lot of the success of it that I want is probably just about me uh, like and no, no judgment. There's still language of judgment around there. It's still, you could get a right answer or a wrong answer. So it's kind of like, oh boy, that feels bad. That feels wrong, or I shouldn't feel like that. There's, there's none of that in this conversation. So just observe what, what is it that you are actually looking for? What have you decided being in business with your dad will actually give you? Maybe, uh, actually, I'd probably say a um, like a safety net as well. Yeah, cool. What else? If, a safety net that if I fail something, because if I were to do it on my own, many times I've gotten into a frustrated position and I'm like, in my head, just like, stuff is, 
I'm going to go do it by myself. Don't need you, this, that, but I'm obviously in the same spot, which tells me that there's a secondary gain, and I think I, that's got to be... I'm gaining some sort of security out of working with him. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, again, it's like judgment is so natural, so easy. Just hold that space for yourself and just look at it in terms of pattern. So remove yourself from the process entirely if that's necessary and imagine you're observing some other father-son relationship. You're observing patterns of behaviour. You observe another son wanting to work with his father and the same pattern showing up around him getting frustrated, wanting to do his own thing, no, staying doing that thing. Um, what? What might you observe around the, the deeper driver or the, the highest intention around what that son is actually looking for that would cause him to place that as the as the desire I want business with my dad. On the outside I'm seeing approval and validation and fear of doing that without the person he's trying to gain validation from. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah uh, um, if you were to take it out of the realm of store and into the realm of process, you, you would observe those kind of pattern issues for sure because, uh, you know, the challenge is for each of us to see our problems not as complicated and unique but as simple and hard. You know, so every every young man has a dad, whether their dad's present or not, doesn't matter. But every young man has a dad. Biologically, it, it's essential for life. So every young man has to go through the process of uh, identity validation and separation. Like that's not your problem. That's not unique to you. That's not you're not the first person in the history of the world who have ever faced. Uh, relationship growth stages. So if you were to extricate yourself from the story and observe the patterning around how anyone solves this problem and, and what challenges everyone must face in the process of becoming their own person on the journey to becoming an adult, uh, every child naturally finds validation and approval in their parents that's entirely appropriate and necessary and every child must find a way to define themselves separate from their dad or create dependence and codependence and remain a child. So to become an adult, there is no path other than independence. It doesn't ever happen. The only path to interdependence, which is meaningful connection, and an adult-to-adult relationship is through the waters of independence. It, it, there is no other patterning. Yeah. So when you take yourself out of the situation, can is that easier when you can kind of see universal themes? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And so, um, back, so back back to the intention for this session and what you're really looking for. So. Um, you had two things joined together. You want successful business 
and you want successful business with your dad. So those two things uh, were stated as entirely connected. Yeah. Um, so when you step higher than that, what is it that you really, really want? Could I use another example that might give you an idea yeah. of what I'm saying? Perhaps you could extract something from that. Um, like, just recently, I've, I feel like I've um, stopped blaming in a certain area uh, of my finances and blaming my... Um, the reason I haven't got my stuff together is you know, it's very easy to blame the world and the system spent and this, that and the other, but recently I've felt like right, I'm going to go sort out all my, find out what my super is doing, find out what I'm doing with my bank account, get everything sorted. And I've um, been getting a lot of value out of the, the Barefoot Investor book and I'm getting quite motivated from putting little things in place and having control. And then when I've brought that to the table with Dad, for instance, he told me that he's also read that and I felt very frustrated instantly because I couldn't see him implementing the steps and I felt yeah. angry. So there's still blame there. There's something I'm wanting. I think I'm wanting for him for something. Does that make sense? Oh, so entirely. And for, yeah, absolutely. And for him to have the power to frustrate you you, that, that the only way he could frustrate you is if you want something for him and uh, need yeah. something from and need something from him. Otherwise, his behaviour has no ability to impact yours. Because there are lots yeah. of people who've read the Barefoot Investor and not implemented it that have that have no power to impact how you feel about your own life or or your state of happiness. Yet when your dad does it, instantly you notice an emotional response to that. So you step out and observe that emotional response. It, it helps you say, well, cool. That emotion needs a backstory to survive. The backstory has to be around, well, of course. So you need him to do something. What is it that you need from him? Keep coming back to validation. The, the challenge with uh, having lots of coaching conversations is it's almost like the Sunday school problem around the teacher asking a question. Um, you know, the kid who's been in Sunday school for their whole life gets asked a question about, um, I don't know where you've heard this, but... Uh, you know, the Sunday school teacher saying, all right, students, um, I want you to think about the answer to this question. I'm thinking of uh, a, a, a creature that is soft and furry and, and brown and climbs up in trees and uh, eats fruit. And everyone's trying to guess and everyone, little Johnny, like his hands and goes, miss, look, that awfully sounds like a possum, but I know the correct answer is Jesus. 
<laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, it's just like they get so conditioned to, you know, what the answer is supposed to be that it, it really feels hard just to say what the answer is. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, again, the judgment around what's right or wrong, good or bad, you, you know what the answers should be. You've had enough conversation with me to know what the answers should be. Yeah. Um, that can be a challenge to go, oh, yeah, I know what the right answer is to this question. Perhaps I'm just going to say that. Uh, uh, see, again, if you can suspend that judgment, just stay in the process. Not either, no, no, of course not. So just no. to notice um, what you're observing here is uh, to recap, you've, you've tied your biggest outcome around success in business to also mm-hmm. needing that to look like being in business with your dad. Uh, you're clear that actually you need something from your dad because he has the power to frustrate you and impact you. You notice that you blame him for a lot of things, which again indicates that you've attached your sense of happiness and success to him and need something from him. So you can't change what you can't see. So just t- turn the light on and go, cool. So uh, what what is it that you need from him? What are all the things that you need from him? I reckon it's someone who is there no matter what when I fall on my ass. Cool. Yep. That's something I know deep down no matter what. He's always going to be there. And I can't drive him out of my life enough to not have that. It's like, mm. yeah, I need that. Um, mm. The safety net is certainly a safety net for me. Yeah, wow. That's really, really cool. And so, so I can again, never that, hurt him enough to not have that. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I can push the limit right up to that. But yeah, yeah. And so there's no right or wrong. You know, it's just observation around the choices that you're making. So um, that's your life. You can choose whatever you want. It's just being where you are on purpose. So you're, you're welcome to continue that strategy for the rest of your life to go, yeah, that is what I need from him and I like needing that from him and I will continue to need that from him for the rest of my life. I will I will make him the chief safety officer. I'll get, design a badge and a hat and that is the role he'll play in my life. And that's how it's going to be. And that's how I want it to be. And no one can say that's a good good decision or a bad decision. That's that's what you'd like to do. I think why I'm identifying it as a problem is because deep down I don't feel like that is getting me more of what I want. Like I, I'm starting to get a real idea of where I want to be and but I really want financial security. Hmm. That's, that's, that's the interesting towards. point. That, and that's, that's kind of the while he, While ever he is the chief safety officer in your life, well, he's in charge of your decision-making and is the lid on what you can do independent from him. So you're noticing that it conflicts. And part of my of me taking down this path is, is the conflict that you initially brought up about I want to be in business I want a successful business and I also want a successful business with my dad the, the conflict around those two outcomes and the fact that, that one of them is getting in the way of the other 
whether it should be or shouldn't be is irrelevant, you're noticing that one of them is getting in the way of the other. And you're noticing the reason is a decision you've made around what you need from your dad and a role that you've given him that has served you wonderfully and is a, a real treat to have that. Yet it's also now become part of the problem. The more, you, the more clear you're getting around what it is you really want, that safety officer role, having him play that role. Because you know how he's going to play it. He's played it the same way consistently. And he, you can very much predict how he'll continue to play it. Yeah. But it's, that role won't help you get what you want. Yeah, I'm just wondering if the problem with the, if I were to get rid of my, to address the insecurities that are making me need him. Yeah. If I find, if I come back with a want, like, uh, um, if I'm independent and then come back in a position where I'm independent, can I make it work? Like, oh, can you make something work? someone else can't answer? I know. Like, well, but but it opens up the options that it can work entirely because if you get clear about what you really want, is actually success in business, then. You can, you've got all kinds of options, but you're not tied to any one of them. Yeah. You, might, you might go, oh, look at this. There's an incredible opportunity for success in business with my dad right now. Right? Then the moment that, that, that vehicle stops working, you can piss it off. You go, oh, this is not working for me. This is not getting me what I want. So, okay, what other avenues are there? Without it having to be that way the moment has to be like that, then you're, you've created an incredibly limiting space in your world and that's part of the pain you're experiencing right now. Yeah, one thing I've done specifically was set um, a clear intention for three months to um, achieve consistent income and then worked backwards from what my overheads would be, including myself as um, a cost to the business as like an employee. So to cover yeah. my, what I want as a weekly wage and overheads and then set an intention for three months to, um, to achieve that three weeks running with two weeks work booked ahead and if I don't achieve that in that time to go either subcontract to someone else or geez I work at a cafe for, for I care it's like yeah sure to achieving um, consistent income and there's something very uh, comforting about that thought that I feel like I've I'm not attached to this vehicle in a way, but 
something stood him feel right. There is something I'm attached to, and I think what we were talking about, the relationship dynamic with that and how I think of him. And like you were saying, I've obviously put a um, hat and a badge on him and seeing him in a yeah, way yeah. that's not serving me at the moment. And again, patterning, it's very useful like to have your dad as your safety officer when you're a kid. What a beautiful role for him to play and what a natural role for him to play. Makes sense. But but you, how old are you now? Yeah, 25. I want to 25. So, so the problem is whether you want him to have that role or not moving forward, it's kind of not really the point that it's a redundant role for an adult. So it's it's bound to cause pain. It's bound to have inefficiencies. It's bound to create all kinds of frustration because it was a role designed for an adult-to-child relationship, not a, not an adult-to-adult relationship. Yeah. So what's the... Who... Uh, better, better question. Um, so who who is the chief safety officer for a healthy adult? Is there one? Um, oh, there has to be one. Yeah, definitely there is one. You've got to be safe. Every cell in your body is designed for safety and protection. If you don't have that role fulfilled, uh, it, your unconscious will find someone. Has to. But for a healthy, mature adult, uh, I'm finding it hard to think of a person. I'm more thinking, just from what you said, that sparked the thought of having processes in place and consistency. Consistency for me seems like that safety net. Um, sure, but who's controlling those processes and safety nets? Oh, myself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you you are the chief safety officer. Yeah. The adult processing piece is to go, hey, uh, I am my own refuge. I am my own safety. I have my own back. I trust my own wisdom. I've got this. I, I've, I'm up for the challenge. I'm going to be okay. All I need is within me now. Um, right. I don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. When I get there, I'm going to work it out. I embrace uncertainty and back myself. Like that's the, that's the adult piece. And whatever there's a vacuum, like whatever you, the adult hasn't done that stage intentionally, then unconsciously we have to outsource that to another human being. It can't go unfilled. That safety role place can't be vacant. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just remembering the, um, the metaphor. I remember when it was first presented to me, I thought of a Dyson vacuum cleaner. I thought of a little vortex was in it and put the ping pong balls in it. Yeah, the idea of the vacuum. Yeah, and the need. And the absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I'd even forgotten that metaphor. But mm. I use it up a lot. So... Uh, one thing I've been getting clear around is high-quality questioning in, in coaching that makes the conversation most efficient and effective. And, and one of my favourite questions of the moment, or favourite question pairing, is what problem are you really trying to solve at the moment? 
And the second question, the follow-up question is, are you sure that's the problem? <laughs> so at the start of this conversation, what problem did you think you were trying to solve? Uh, kind of my reaction to something. To, uh, like, butting heads with that. So, like, that would be a fruit of a belief, right? That's a reaction to something that's not actually something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and also you said you were trying to solve a finance problem. Yeah, which is, again, the fruit of... Absolutely. My relationship with money, yeah. yeah so, what, so what problem are you now aware is the one you're most needing to solve? I've outgrown outsourcing the safety officer. So mm, finding wow. out what that means to me and how I move forward from here and mm. um, transition to backing myself. Amazing. Because on a verbal level, backing myself, I'm like, yeah, I always back myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I like, and these, these, even to the point where, you know, some people muck up and they'll go, Oh, I'm such an idiot. Like, you won't ever catch me calling myself an idiot. I feel like I'm a, my own biggest fan. Like, but from what we just spoke about, I can see that there's something under the surface level where uh, I'm out talking a responsibility uh, of having my own back. That makes total sense. Wow, amazing. So, there you go. Cool. It's a safety problem. That's all it is. The real, the real problem that's in front of you right now is a safety problem. And uh, that's useful when you get that clarity. You know, Jordan Peterson, be precise in your speech. Be very clear around what, what you're actually facing right now. Because if you solve your finance problem or your reaction problem or the conflict problem, well, you've got to keep solving it. You solve it today, and it's still there again tomorrow for you to solve. Whereas you solve the safety problem, and all those other problems are very different automatically. Ah, oh, that reminds me of your fixing the box analogy. Uh, of course, absolutely. Yeah. Behavior management or dealing with the core. Yeah. Hmm. Um, cool. That feels like a complete conversation. Obviously, there's some work for you to do in terms of going away and paying attention to that problem but I, I wonder if you feel like you've probably got what you need to go fix that problem anyway if you directed your attention at that Yeah I feel like I've really got some um, putting in terms of the, the, I can't remember exactly what you call it, like the steps of life how you're saying you go from um, being in the clan and then moving forward to being in the community, I can't remember how you exactly oh, word that. This, the spiral dynamics there, the safety Tribe, rebellion, system, entrepreneur, contribution, yeah. statesman. Yeah. So I feel like I'm working on at the moment facing up and being an adult and yeah. of starting to face my finances and actively measure things. And I realize now holding someone else, like giving the power to someone else to be my safety net, yeah, until I address that, that. I can't get to the next step. Yeah, for sure. 
and nice awareness. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, Kay, for us to end the conversation there. Yeah. Got what you needed. I think it's given me the awareness to process what I need to do. Right. Um, Cool. Glad that was useful. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. I hope you found the content and conversations useful. And remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around. For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out theinsecurityproject.com.